Grab your favorite caffeinated beverage and get cozy because you are listening to Mindful as a Mother with Paige Bruce and Lindsay Adams. Hey, hey, I just wanted to pop on here real quick before the episode starts and give a quick disclaimer. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for therapy or the therapeutic relationship, and the information given in this podcast is purely for educational purposes and is not intended to replace the advice of a professional. Now that that's out of the way, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review if you enjoy it because it helps the podcast grow. And don't forget to be peace, be love, be mindful as a mother. Hey, everybody, and welcome to day two of our podcast sprint. This is Paige, and I'm here with Lindsay. So we're tuning in. We're on day two of our five-day podcast sprint to help you lay the foundation of understanding your nervous system for you and your kids. And this, this episode is on basic needs. Yes, and this is the most important piece of nervous system regulation because it is the thing that is most often overlooked. Mm -hmm. I think as humans, we want to do the complicated thing and we feel like we need to like be doing breath work every day to regulate our nervous system when really like if we do the basic things that has such a big impact. Yeah. So we have mapped our nervous system. We've identified traditionally when our nervous system is reacting what it feels like in our body, if we're in fight, flight, or freeze, again, you can or check fun. out, or fawn, sorry, um, our regulation 101 or our cheat sheet for the kids if you need extra support in time to map that out. It's like, so we've mapped out our nervous system, we have an understanding, and now we're going to check in with just our basic needs because in the world of survival, the nervous system, right, our basic needs have to be met first consistently. What are our basic needs? It's like food, water, um, shelter, safety yeah what am i missing sleep sunlight sleep and sunlight so rest uh, um and then play um is a basic need i think yes i think connection connection and so these are the things the the different areas that you can check in with and say review the basic needs one more time because i feel like okay just threw those out there go okay so uh, rest sunlight movement nourishment um play play, connection? connection Shelter and safety. Okay. Yeah. And so, and with safety that I think that can be broken down into emotional safety and physical safety. Mm -hmm. Um, And if those things are not met, then it's going to be really hard to regulate your nervous system. I think safety is like the bottom, the number one thing that you need and then building from there. So like, obviously like bare minimum, you want to have a safe space to live, a safe environment with people that you're living with and food and be able to provide food and have food. And then on a more like, a higher up level it's am i keeping my blood sugar stable am i eating healthy foods that nourish my body and support me and so there's different levels to this and that you can tune in and be like am i optimizing myself at the level that i'm capable of doing that yeah. at exactly so one thing that and this we, applies for kids too this applies for yeah. kids and so one thing that i check in with often if i'm finding myself dysregulated. So this morning on our podcast weekend, I noticed I was rapid speech. I had a racing heart um, and I was having difficulty focusing. So what I did is I was like, okay, I need to eat. Well, yeah, that's so I had kind of the same experience where in an Airbnb that um, is farther away from stores than we had imagined. And then in the last Airbnb we stayed in and 
So we didn't have like breakfast foods. We had like donuts. And so I think I had a couple donuts. And so like, as we're getting ready to start recording podcasts, like I'm ready to fall back asleep and Paige is like talking a million miles an hour. And we were both like, we need to eat something right now. So she had a protein bar. I had a tamale and then we went on a walk. And so it's like, we did the things to regulate our blood sugar and get our movement and get our ideas flowing. Right. And for me, like being tired, that requires an upregulation piece to my nervous system. So when I'm tired, I know like I need to move to wake my nervous system up because I'm going into freeze or shutdown, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because you've mapped your nervous system. Right. And if I am overstimulated or if I'm talking rapidly and my blood sugar, like I need to eat or maybe I need to rest like sensory cocoon type yes. stuff. So that's how you can use your basic needs to help regulate your nervous system, but also just a general awareness of how these things impact. The thing I really want to talk about is sleep because I think it's mm-hmm. the biggest kept secret to a regulated nervous yes. system. Oh. Um, I it just notice, just like spend a couple of weeks noticing and like imp- parenting yourself in a way that means you put your kids to bed on time and yourself to bed on time to the best of your ability and see how different you feel and how much more regulated you feel the next day. Mm -hmm. It is mind-blowing. Yeah, so I spent specific time with this, and I had to spend a few weeks adjusting my sleep schedule on what felt best to me. And what feels best to me is getting up around 6.30 in the morning because I have responsibilities and stuff, but I was getting up at 5 or 5.30 to try to get stuff done, and then I was struggling later. And then I was trying to get to bed so early that I was having difficulty falling asleep. So then it it would result in my day where I had much more intense emotions and emotional waves like roller coasters. I had less enjoyment in my relationships because I was dysregulated. So I was taking a lot of stuff out on Zane. Yeah. Right. Um, and then I was much more sensitive to perceptions, which we talked about in our last episode. Like I was starting to take things on that really weren't threats. Like I really wasn't being judged. So I was like, I need to get more sleep and regular sleep. So now it's shifted to like a 10, 10 30 bedtime. And then wake up at like a 6.30. I know. I was a little morning. shocked you stayed up so late last night. Because last time we did this, she was like by 10. She was like, I need to go to bed. And we stayed up till like midnight last night. And you were fine. Yeah, I was okay. So that's one of them. Another one, I like to just simplify it. And I'm like, treat yourself like a complicated house plant. Yeah. And if you're new to this, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Did I get enough sleep? Have a little snack. Drink some water. Mm-hmm. Take a hot girl walk in the sun. Yeah. Right? Like, we are just a little bit more complicated houseplant. Mm-hmm. And so, Lindsay, share with how that applies to our kids on how we can meet their basic needs or understand how to meet their basic needs after mapping their nervous system. So, you look at the nervous system. And so, I'll give you a personal example of my kids. There was a period where we were having, like, really big meltdowns at, like, 4 p.m. every single day. And my kids do quiet time in the afternoon, and then they wake up at 4 p.m. Or not at 4 p.m., but then... Like when 4 p.m. would roll around, they were like having a meltdown. Um, And once I started looking at it, they weren't snacking in between nap and 4 p.m. So that's four hours, which is a long time for blood sugar. Um, And so I was like, maybe I'm just going to try like preemptively like offering snack right after quiet time. And I did that and everything shifted for me. Yeah. And so it's like just recognizing these patterns of like, is there blood sugar dipping? And this is something I educate parents on in session all the time. Like I ask kids, 
what they eat on a daily basis. And it sounds like, what does that have to do with therapy? It has freaking everything to do with therapy, especially your teenagers. Cause your middle school or teenage kid wakes up, doesn't eat breakfast. Uh, Most of them don't eat lunch at school. Cause I think it's like a weird social thing. Mm -hmm. And then they come home. So by 3 PM they're exhausted. They haven't eaten anything all day. No wonder they are crabby and they just like want to lay in their beds. Yeah. So it's like, did we get enough sleep? If this is happening regularly in a consistent pattern, right, the purpose of mapping your nervous system, what could I try within the basic needs to get them met? Do they need connection? Like Rory was really up in arms the other day. Um, Typically, I'll pick them up one at a time from their after-school program so they get a little bit of one-on-one time Mm -hmm. and we talk. And they were all home when I got home. And she was bidding for my attention, but I had to provide it to one of my other kids because there was an injury. And so she ended up extremely dysregulated. And so when I reflected back after the tantrum and like, what the fuck do I do in the moment, right? I was like, oh, we didn't get our regular piece of connection during that transition time like we do every day. So then I spent time connecting with her after that. And then it was a much smoother evening. Yeah. And I've I've had to do this with my own kids where like when on the nights that I work till 7 or 8 p.m., it doesn't matter that Tim is home. Um, they get the connection time with him, but they still want that with me before bed. Mm-hmm. And so it's okay for me to make bedtime like more of a, if I can make bedtime more of a connecting activity rather than let's just go through the things. Like if I'm with them brushing their teeth and if I'm singing the song with them and if, you know, like standing next to them the whole time and we're eating like our last snack together. We eat last snack before we brush our teeth. I didn't do that in order. That's weird. But, um, and then like reading the story in bed with them and snuggling with that because they're like physical touch kids. Mm-hmm. Like while the bedtime is so much easier because they've had that connection piece. Yeah. That's their nervous system because bedtime is the longest separation your kids will have from you from the day. And so for me, my kids are coming off in a seven, eight hour separation because I work afternoons. Mm-hmm. I'm home for like an hour and that's the bedtime routine. And then it's another long separation. Yeah. And so my thought was like, oh, and mapping the nervous system helped me see that like night times are hard. Mm-hmm. And if you have more than one kid, I would map one kid's nervous system at a time. Great idea. Yeah. So go over the basic needs one more time. Connection, sunlight, movement, rest, play, and safety. Okay. So oh, and nourishment. And nourishment. Got to eat, guys. Snacky from a pecky. That's what we say. So this is the basic needs portion of after you map your nervous system, we're going to check in with your basic needs and see how that can help you regulate your system and smooth out your day. So tune in tomorrow and we're going to go on step three. Thanks for coming to Mindful as a Mother podcast. If you'd like more of us and Mindful as a Mother, you can find Paige at Instagram at Parenting with Paige and Lindsay at Linz underscore Adams LCSW. Find us on TikTok, Instagram, and in our Facebook group, creating community and smashing parental stigma, embracing mindful motherhood and positive parenting. Thanks so much and see you next time.